Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, we are thrilled to have a conversation with Dr. Jason Winchlog. I am so looking forward to this conversation and taking a closer look into his life, talking about the messy of education and the startup of Vanguard Academy. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Amos J. Olivares, and I, too, am a very proud Cedar Valleyan. I serve as an executive pastor here, and I am your host. Uh, today, we are really excited about this very special bonus episode of our Lean Into the Messy conversational podcast. Whether Cedar Valley Church is your home church or not, maybe you don't even go to church and somebody turned you on to the podcast we are thrilled that you are listening. Today, you're going to learn more about Vanguard Academy, the heart of Vanguard Academy, the mission of Vanguard Academy, and uh, a little bit about our head of school, Dr. Jason Winchlock. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Dr. Jason, welcome hey. to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. Vanguard Academy is like absolutely the the news on the street. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about it. We just got through our first informational night. And in just a moment, I'll ask you how that went. But before we get to all the Vanguard stuff, let's first learn a little bit about Dr. Jason. A lot of our listeners, maybe most of our listeners might not be familiar with who you are and what your experience is like. So why don't you give us an introduction to uh, your life? Yeah. Well, there's a lot there, obviously, but you know, I grew up in South Minneapolis, born and raised in a product of Minneapolis public schools, and you know, growing up, uh, athletics were a big part of my life. Church, not as much at the time, but but certainly athletics and and playing basketball. So I went on to North Dakota State and played basketball in Europe, and, and was really fortunate to have a, a good connection with a lot of different people uh, locally in North Dakota, obviously in Denmark, and uh, and so basketball was a big part of my life. And then I decided to go into education because I loved coaching kids and being around younger people. And, and so I started, a, a, after getting my business degree, I went back and got my master's so I could become an educator. And I taught business and actually locally around here. Uh, I taught at Kennedy High School and uh, I was an administrator at Richfield and Kennedy and went on to Minnea Academy for a number of years. So I had both public and private school experience. And throughout that time, even as a principal and as an administrator, sports was still a big part of what I did. I love supporting athletes yeah. and, and coaches and teams. And so I've been fortunate to be the principal for Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren and yeah. <laughs> some great athletes and kids. Shout uh, out to those guys. And if yeah. you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> help us start Vanguard Academy. Help us start Vanguard Academy. Please. Yeah, they were they were great great students and great athletes, of course, and uh, and good people. And so, yeah. so I've been fortunate. My whole career has been around younger people and their families, and and so it's just great to be connected to a school community. It's just it's it's in my blood. Yeah. And so now, towards the end of my career, I guess, or starting a new career to be able to come back and be a part of this project with Vanguard and work at Cedar Valley Church is really uh, it's inspiring and a lot of fun so far. Yeah, so for sure, it's crazy how God works, right? Yeah. You had no idea when you finished at. North Central, that Vanguard Academy would be the next step for you. But yet, no idea. Yet here you are. <laughs> You're a starter. You yeah. like projects, especially yep. those that seem very difficult to accomplish. And maybe we'll have a chance to talk about the explosion at Minnehaha yeah. in a little bit. 
Um, but for the listener who doesn't know Jason, first of all, he's six foot 11. Yep. So when you see G- Jason, you see Jason, right? <laughs> Everywhere we go, it's like normal size, normal size, bam, Jason. NBA center, Jason. Winston, yes, right? there we go. Six eleven. Um, also you played college basketball, right? So a lot of your passion with sports is you were an athlete yourself. And yep. so you're attracted to the athletes, which I really love. Yeah. Um, and then edu- education, it was your way of getting back into the lives of kids, right? You- yeah, I just, because I, I had a business degree, and, mm-hmm. and I was struggling with what I wanted to do with that when I came back from playing overseas. And I thought to myself, when have I been the most happy, rewarded, satisfied? And I thought back to like conversations with a family friend's kid. I remember he came to the front door of our house and just having a talk to him about, yeah, what are you going to do after high school and things along those lines. I just really enjoyed that conversation. I thought of you know doing summer basketball camps for the Timberwolves and other colleges and, and working with younger kids. Um, so I, and, I, and I knew the lifestyle was there's a balanced lifestyle to education. It can be hectic, but you have you know these, these vacations and this opportunity to impact kids in, at this grade level, and then you see them go on and do other things. You have new students come along, so it's kind of like a mission. And yeah. it just appealed to my personality and what I was looking for out of life, I guess, at the time. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's cool to see how God's call on people's lives is always so different and unique. Yeah. Right? It's, you know, not everyone's called to be a pastor. Not everyone's called to be a missionary. Yeah. Some people, lots of people are called to be educators and to be around education. We're really thankful for that. Um, so, yeah, cool to see how God's kind of shaped your life and yeah. now placed you back into education once again. So you, you have experience at the college level, you have experience at the high school level, you have experience at the middle school level. And elementary, as an elementary principal for three years as well. So, and so, so you have experience in all of those levels. All levels. So I guess the blaring question is when Neil calls you back in June, you're wrapping up some time there at North Central and you start praying about this. How in the world did you get from taking that phone call to letting him know I'm in? Here, here's what it was. So they had a, you know, Cedar Valley had an education committee looking at this project and potential for Vanguard. And Neil invited me to come to their first kickoff meeting. And I go to that meeting and I very quickly realized that they're not educators. <laughs> they had no idea, this, which is why they wanted me there. They, I could tell they had no idea what it was going to take to start a school and what all goes into it. And that's why they wanted me to come in and inform them. And, and so I'm talking to them about the needs and, you know, the number one thing, you have to hire someone. You have to hire someone soon to lead this project who knows what they're doing. And yeah. I'm talking about all these things that they need and need to be able to do. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm kind of talking about myself. You know, I kind of know what they're talking about here. Yeah. I mean, I know what I'm talking about and I know what they need. And Oh, this isn't why I left North Central. I, this isn't what I was looking for. I it just, where'd this come from? And so I didn't commit to it right away. I didn't even talk about it. I just, uh, I was asked, you know, do you want to maybe be on the board and be a part of helping us plan this? I said, well, I don't want to be on a board. I'd rather lead, if anything. And we kind of left that hanging there a little bit. And then uh, some, some prayer and a couple more meetings later. And then here we are. Here we are. Yeah. And when we say here we are, we're saying like six months from today, seven months, opening day, September 3rd, September 2024, 3rd. Yeah. we start day one, Vanguard Academy K through five. Yeah. And there's a lot of work to be done. There is a lot of work to start a school. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people I've done it in 35 days, but, but this is still different from that. This is still different. Yeah. The, the podcast that we do, we always try to lean into the messy of people's lives. Mm. Obviously this is, we're focusing on a school here, but when I mentioned that to you, you said, 
Oh, education is messy. Yeah. Right? Tell me, what, what is it about education that, that you would say is really messy today, specific to today? Well, first, I want to say, man, I love education. I love learning. And, and I, I'm a firm believer that education can happen in different ways for people. And families have different choices. Nowadays, more than ever, you can do, you can do a large public. You can do small charter. You can do uh, large private. You can do very small private. You can do homeschool. You can do online school. There's so many options. 40 years ago, everyone just did kind of the standard thing for the most part. They went to the local public school and they all walked to school and those types of things. That is done. That is done. And so so there's a little bit of messiness in terms of the number of choices that people have and the priorities that they can place on what they want education for. Where do they want to go? How does it impact their family? What are the values that are taught there? There's so many choices that it's good, but that can be messy. So yeah. how do you decipher what's best mm-hmm. for you and your family and for your kid most importantly? Yeah. Um, and then I think just the, the other messiness comes with, um, from my perspective, is a lot of the politics, the culture, what the world and culture demands, how a lot of education institutions respond to that. And so it's kind of like blowing in the wind constantly. It might be a slow blow, right? The wind might be moving slow, but the, the culture always shifts education, especially public education. And so I think there's quite a bit of messiness there because yeah. obviously with what's going on today, there's so many, uh, it's, it's kind of, you have, you have both sides of everything and, and public schools gets pushed around within that. And so, so I think it's messy in education from the standpoint of what values are we going to stand on as a, as a society, as a school, as a, as a government system, as a chain of schools, as a school district, whatever that is, what are the values and are those shifting or not? And then how do parents and families figure out where they fit in those values for them, that's messy. And then for people to work within those institutions, all right? So, so let's say you're a teacher and you're passionate about X, Y, and Z, but the school's passionate about R, S, and T, and there is no alignment there. How do you as an educator do what you feel God has called you to do yeah. with students and you're not able to do it because of the messiness of where you're working and what's going on? Yeah, for sure. And I think that people can misinterpret that Cedar Valley starting Vanguard Academy is an indicator that we're maybe turning our backs on the public schools here in Bloomington, which would be furthest from the truth. Correct. We're very involved in the public schools here in Bloomington. Dr. Eric Melby, our superintendent, is a dear friend of mine. I love this man. He is a good man. Um, And we're involved in the schools. Great teachers. I work with teachers at Kennedy High School right now. They are so passionate. They are passionate about teaching. They've got a heart for our community. Yeah. Vanguard Academy did not come because of, you know, we're turning our backs on the public, the, the Bloomington public schools. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. But there is going to be a uniqueness to Vanguard Academy. There's going to be something yeah. different about us. Christian schools, private schools aren't new to the area. No. But there's going to be something different about our. How do you articulate? What's that difference that you see Vanguard Academy being right here in this community? Well, I think the key is is we want to we want to provide a number one a Christian education. Okay, we want to give. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. The Bloomington schools are doing a great job, and I and I, I've taught in the Bloomington schools, so I, I know the district. Know I know a lot of the people that still work here. There's a lot of great things happening in public education. What we want to do is provide another choice for families. Right, we want to provide another choice, which is a Christian education with a Christian worldview. We're going to be teaching a lot of the same things, a lot of the same concepts and, and how to solve problems and how to write and, and speak well and all those things, but it's within a Christian worldview. We want to provide a choice for parents. 
So I think that's number one is we want to do that. Number two is we want to do it really, really well. We want to provide an excellent, excellent education where there's high expectations that come from the home. There's high expectations within the school. And you bring those two together with teachers who are treated as professionals and who are allowed to hone their craft and teach according to how God has gifted them, but within the framework of what Vanguard is trying to do. That's where the magic happens when you bring those three things together. So we want to be able to do that really well. And then the last piece is we want to be accessible. And we want to be accessible to families in this community. That's that's the important piece is that this isn't just for – we will have families from the Twin Cities coming to this school, and we should because it's going to be a great school. But we also are rooted right here in East Bloomington, right, by Cedar, right at Cedar Valley Church. And so we want to meet the needs of the community around here and give this opportunity for families who otherwise might not have it. Absolutely. And to be honest, that's the part of this whole equation that matters most to me. Yeah. is that we try so hard every day, our staff, our pastoral staff, our support staff, from the very top to the very bottom, we all care about our church being an accurate reflection of this community. Yeah. And with Vanguard Academy, we feel the same way. Like, man, Vanguard Academy has to look like our community because we don't need another private school where only a few people have access to. We want the kids in this community to have access to this kind of education because it's transformative, right? Yeah. This stuff lives on for generations and generations. We want to see these kids in the, in this community sitting in these classrooms. Yeah. Right? Well, I think, I think, I think every single parent and I don't have children, right? So I can't speak to this from personal experience, but I imagine every single parent wants their son or daughter to have a better life than what they had. No matter how great it was yep. or how bad it was, they want their children to have a better life. And that oftentimes starts with education. So people view private education, yes, it's an investment, you're paying for it, but you're also investing in what you're hoping is a better life for your kids, to have a different life than yours at least. And so I think if, if you were to survey all the parents in this community, I think they all would probably agree that they want their child to have an incredible life. And it starts with learning and education. And if they can afford and have access to the education that they want for their kids, let's just say it's a private Christian education, we want to be able to provide that. Yeah, and when it comes to like actually dollars and, you know, people are going to ask, no matter what you say, they're going to be like, all right, guess, what's the bottom what line? What does it cost? Right, what's it cost? That, everyone yeah. wants to know that. And, you know, I've, I have three children, and they're going to school right now in the public school systems. I've looked into private education for them, and sometimes I look at those numbers, and I'm like, there's no way yeah. that I could ever afford to send my children into, uh, into these schools, right? Yeah. I know that one of the things that weighs heavily on your heart and the thing that we're really trusting God with is that somehow, some way, we would be able to help people who could not afford private education to somehow be able to afford private education. Yeah, yeah. we right. we ultimately we want to make it more affordable to the families that want it. Okay, so so how that works in, in private education in a number of different ways, but but basically you're discounting the tuition based on either its financial need, based on, you know, what they submit to the federal, you know, the federal tax purpose, you know, papers, things like that. But ultimately it comes down to the generosity of people who number one, they support Christian education. They 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 want to see the kingdom grow. They want they want young people to grow up to be strong Christian leaders who can influence this world for Christ and stand on God's word of truth, that's what they ultimately want. And so if they see something like a vanguard that is starting to do that, they're starting to plant seeds in the minds and hearts of young people, if they see that as a strong vision that they can get onto and they can donate funds to that to help support 
an Inspire Fund at Vanguard Academy, that's what you want to use that for. Yeah. So some might want to support Christian education. Some are supporters of private education. They just think it's a great model for education. We want to support private education. You have organizations, you have families with foundations, you have individuals that are very generous. When those people give to a school like a Vanguard, then we can use those funds to offer discounted tuition for families that otherwise wouldn't be able to afford Vanguard. That's, that's how it works. So the prayer continues to be that we're asking God not just for families, but we're asking God for partners. We're asking God for people who, uh, who represent you know, different foundations or boards mm-hmm. or whatever. We're asking God to lay it on their heart and to come and to partner with us ultimately so that way kids from this neighborhood would have an opportunity to be a part of Vanguard Academy. From the ground up. Because we are at we are at ground zero right now, and, and and so we're building from this point forward, and so we are. We're looking for partners. Doesn't matter if they're individuals, families, organizations who can financially support the launching of this school, um, and, and and some of that might will have to go to operations because we need desks and curriculum of and course. technology. Of but also, how can we start this Vanguard Academy Inspire Scholarship Fund to really help all families that want to come to Vanguard in some way or another with their tuition? We want to make it more affordable. Yeah. So if somebody's listening to this podcast and you're a parent and you have children that are in the grade levels of kindergarten through fifth grade and they're interested, what should they do? Well, I mean, if you go to our website, uh, vanguard-academy.org, it's going to be a landing page back to a CVC landing page, but there's information about the school. We have an FAQ. Um, We're going to have a donate button up there. We have an admissions inquiry form so people can fill that out, and then we'll respond with a personal phone call to answer any questions and welcome people and ask kind of why they filled out the inquiry form. And and uh, start the process there. So we're, I mean, we're building this as we're flying. So we're putting our systems in place right now to respond to those families who may be interested in admissions or enrollment or giving, whatever it might be. Um, So if they go to the website, that'll be a good starting point. And if maybe someone's listening to the podcast and they want to get involved from the other side, their children maybe have graduated on, but they're, maybe God's putting it on their heart. They feel compelled to come alongside and be a financial partner. And they'd like to maybe have a conversation with you. How, How accessible are you to donors? Potential donors, what should they do if they're interested in having a conversation with you? I, I think just reach out to me. Go to our website, and, and there should be an info at vanguardacademy.com. That'll come to me. Uh, they can call the church and be directed to one of us. Um, they can send me an email. Uh, either way, uh, I'm very accessible in having those conversations. We obviously have a December 14th event uh, for fun- Yeah, some- give a little bit of details on that. Yeah, so December 14th uh, in the morning uh, or in the afternoon, we're going to have a uh, – it's, it's just a one-hour session to introduce Vanguard Academy to people who we think may be interested and have the means – to be a financial partner with us. So we, we're looking for people who want to give substantial gifts, whatever's on their heart to support the launching of the school because we believe in the 100-year vision from now, right? It's, it's kind of like some private schools that have been around for over 100 years. At one point or another, there was a very small group of people who came together and said, let's start a school. And they got a second mortgage or they got people who invested whatever they could give to start this school. And now those schools are 110, 120 years old and they're thriving. And they've impacted the kingdom in so many different ways with kids that have graduated or left those schools. That's the legacy we want to start right now. And this is the ground floor of that point. So if anyone is interested in, in being a part of that, I'd love to talk to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. And then if I'm a teacher, I'm a, I'm a teacher and I am just like, I am thinking I want to be a part of, I want to be in a culture like that. I want to work in a school 
where the administration feels that way about my craft and honing my craft in the classroom. I am passionate about education. I'm passionate about Christ-centered education. Yeah. How can I find out more information as a teacher? Uh, again, reach out to me. I would say sometime in the next month, we're going to have a, a general job posting out there for the teaching positions, and we'll start kind of the recruiting process, which means I want to meet as many people as I can who are interested in working at Vanguard and put together a small team, and we'll do some screening interviewing and things along those lines. But we want people who are, who are passionate about children first, they, they love the teaching they're, they're, and they're skilled at teaching because we can't bring in people who, who haven't been in the classroom at all or don't know. They, they're, they're not licensed. They haven't been in the classroom. If we put them into first grade and they're the only first grade teacher, that's going to be much more difficult than if we yeah. can find some people with at least some classroom experience. Yeah. So we're I suspect we'll have a both. I think we'll have both. We'll have some that are experienced teachers. We'll have some that are first-year teachers, some that are second or third. And we don't know if we're going to be hiring three teachers or six teachers or 12. But the goal is to start with? One, one grade level. We want one class per grade level as, at a minimum. That would be 120 students or so, about 20 students so per class. 120 students, one grade per level, kindergarten through fifth grade. Ideally. Now, what could happen with a new school like this is we could wind up with no fifth grade or two fifth grade, but for sure maybe two kindergartens or two first because those early grade levels, you know, this is where you start to recruit those families. Third, fourth, fifth is more difficult, but our goal is to have at least one section at each grade level. Yeah, one of the things that Neil said early on, and for those of you listening who might not know who Neil is, Neil Rich is our lead pastor here. He said early on sitting with another educator that he had learned that if someone is interested in transforming a neighborhood or a community that they would rather start a school than start a church, something like that. Mm. And I thought, holy crap, that is unbelievable. Like I would have thought for sure you start a church, right? Or some type of like ministry like that. I would have never thought education. Yeah. Uh, you've seen the the fruit of that. I've never seen that. So when Neil said that, that, that touched my heart. I was like, okay, well then there it is. Yeah. Well, th there's, there's a reason why, okay. So you want to talk politics and, and messages from culture and things like there's a reason why the schools are such a popular place for culture to go to. Right. So when the culture around us changes, they want to go through the schools because you want to get in the minds and hearts of young people. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's like that's how propaganda influences younger people. Younger minds are they're still learning. They're absorbing all information. So what better place to change the world than through the mind and heart of a young person in a school? Because you have you have eight hours a day of contact five days a week versus an hour on Sunday morning. Yeah. So if you want to change the world and you want to start with young people, starting a school is a great way to do it. And a lot of people have known that for for decades and centuries, which is why there is the messiness that we talked about. Yep. That happens in a lot of schools because that's the place to go when you want to influence young minds. And so that's why a lot of people who choose homeschool or small private schools where they know what those values are, they know what they're getting, that's, that's exactly why they're doing that. Yeah, that's so touching. And that's why we as a staff, as a pastoral team, and as a congregation, everybody who calls Cedar Valley home, we've rallied around this idea of Vanguard Academy because we are so compelled to be the best church for our community, not the best church in the community. That's not our goal, yeah. but we are, we know that God has called us to lead the way for transformation in our community. Yeah. And when we learned a school's the best way, the most effective way to do that, 
we all said yes. And we know it's a big ask. This thing has been crazy from the moment it started. It's running. It's like a avalanche, man. This thing is just falling quickly and, but it's falling into place quickly. And it's so amazing to see this church rally around Vanguard Academy and we're pulling for you. Um, we're praying that God would give you every single thing you need to pull this thing off, that every classroom would have a passionate, godly leader in that room, teaching kids, interacting with kids. We're praying that every role for volunteers is filled, um, full classrooms, the capacity of this building is for like 500 plus kids. Yeah. So we've got room, a lot of room, a lot of room to grow, a lot of room to grow. And I'm praying, I'm praying so much that that this school would look like this community. Like yeah. I'm praying that we would see kids walking to school. Yeah, yeah. And, and the bottom line is, you know, you talk about the 42% that have never even heard the word Jesus in the world, right? And you think about the, the, the number of families and students around here who have either never been to church or really don't know what a relationship with Jesus Christ means or looks like or feels like. And they don't really know who God is, and they don't even know really what private education is. So, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of we have a lot of work to do for for spreading the word throughout our community and connecting with families. And and like you're saying, if we can fill all these classrooms, uh, that's that's the vision. And we want people to be on the foundation of that vision and, and to support us financially with prayer, eventually with volunteers. Um, so we're we're trying to manage the we're building the fl- uh, the plane as we fly it. And, yeah. and there's a lot of holes in it, and there's a few screws missing, and everything else. For but, sure. But it's coming along. That's like walking by faith, not not by sight. Uh, that's truly believing that when God calls you to do something, you do it and you take the risk. And really, is there a risk when you are more than certain God's called you to do something? And yeah. We believe God's called us to do this. Amen. So we're very grateful for you, Dr. Jason. Thank you. We're thankful for your experience. We're thankful that you know God brought you here exactly when we needed you. And we're also thankful to every person here at Cedar Valley, man. Without the generosity of this church, we could never do the things that we do. Um, you are giving generously. You are sowing seed. You're listening to what God is saying. You're following well. And now we've accepted this new commitment to lead the way, which is what Vanguard means, yep. to lead the way. To be out in front of and lead the way. And that's that's our church's pledge right now is to lead the way in yep. the workplace, in the home, everywhere we go to lead the way. So Cedar Valley, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Thank you for backing us with Vanguard Academy. We're really proud of what God is doing. If you have children and you're interested, please contact our office. We'll get you connected. If you have friends with kids and you know they're looking, please get them connected to our church office. We'll make sure that they get in communication with uh, with the Vanguard team. Uh, If you're a donor, if you heard this podcast and you want to get involved, please reach out to us. We'd love to get in contact with you. Anything we can do to help get you connected to Vanguard Academy, we're committed to doing that. Um, And other than that, thanks so much for listening to this bonus session. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it. Please continue to pray for Vanguard Academy every time you pray. Pray for Vanguard Academy. Pray for Dr. Jason and uh, and all the work that lies ahead for him. Other than that, thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Adios. Adios.